Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Friday, April the 15th, 2022. If you have procrastinated and are still doing your taxes, according to the IRS website, the deadline is extended until the 18th. Today is Emancipation Day, a holiday in Washington, D.C., and if you are fortunate enough to live in Massachusetts or Maine, Monday is a holiday there, and you have until the 19th. Today is Good Friday, maybe the second or third highest day on the Christian calendar. Granted, the exact day could be studied and debated at great length because of changes in the various calendars used over time. But it was coincident with the Jewish Passover, so we can conclude springtime about A.D. 31. It is not significant that there was another Roman crucifixion. Those were common and grotesquely public spectacles, a form of Roman terrorism to hold the masses in fear. The events that we remember today and this weekend are pivotal in human history. It is easy for us living two millennia distant to relegate them to the realm of fantasy fiction. To some folks, it would seem wise to do so. Or that if the events are historical, they do not wish to deal with the logical conclusions. But nothing could be further from the truth. The death, burial, and yes, the resurrection of Jesus are historical events. To my most academic listeners who are skeptical, I would ask that you closely examine the evidence from a historical and logical angle with the highest degree of rigor. Folks who do not wish to do the doctoral grade research, the work has been completed a few times across history. There are a list of skeptics who have investigated the subject and almost without exception, they have become believers. Hoosier native General Lew Wallace after a lengthy discourse with a well-known agnostic of the day, decided to study the subject for himself and see where the facts would take him. The result was the novel Ben-Hur. Wallace was convinced of the historical facts, even if he was not impressed with organized religion. The National Endowment for the Arts have a lengthy discussion on Wallace and his writings on their website. A more contemporary attempt was the work of Lee Strobel. He was an investigative journalist with the Chicago Tribune when his wife converted to Christianity. As a self-proclaimed atheist, he was not pleased. He set out with his background to disprove the Christian narrative. His conclusions were exactly the opposite of his stated goal. Through the admission of hostile witnesses, historically supported facts, and the change in demeanor of Christ's followers before and after the event, he concluded that Jesus, as outlined in the Bible, was a historical figure and his death and resurrection were more supported than any other event in history. His findings are detailed in his work, The Case for Christ. He maintains an apologetics website at leestrobel.com. Today's Focus on the Family radio program features Andy Stanley discussing the transformation of the Apostles' faith and boldness and how it changed dramatically between the Last Supper and the Day of Pentecost. They have spent three years believing Jesus was going to be a deliverer, the Messiah. When they saw him arrested and tried, by the time he was crucified, they had fled in fear for their lives. Peter, the boldest and most outspoken, had denied him with an oath that he was associated. Only a few women and John were at the cross. He goes on to make the point that the only group that remotely believed there would be a resurrection were the hostile Pharisees. So much so, they sought a Roman guard. White House counsel and Watergate conspirator Charles Colson was an ardent apologist in later life. He is famous for his logic on the subject. He has stated that the strongest evidence for the resurrection is the simple fact that 11 of the 12 disciples died as martyrs. He contends that no one will die for what they know to be a deception. He further states 
that it would be impossible for 12 men to maintain a ruse for decades. His experience was a few of the most powerful men in the world could not maintain the lie of Watergate for a month. His story and writing are widely available. The simple point is, the events we celebrate over the next three days are pivotal in a manner unlike no other. It is incumbent on each of us to understand why. If true, they open us to a reality far beyond our simple existence. If pure myth, why have they so affected history? That's History and Comment for Friday, the 15th of April. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering. The preceding program is available weekdays on iHeartRadio.